Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Warning. The audio of the episode that you are about to listen to was fucked up due to technical difficulties, a.k.a. the computer didn't catch it. But we, the guys next door, thought today's conversation was too good to really miss out on. So thanks to our amazing camera crew, we were able to salvage today's episode. My name is Mac Wilds, and thank you again for being a part of the neighborhood. You know, you can be all the things you always wanted to be. Beautiful. Sexy, easy as one, two, three. Just let your Just let it shine through. Just let I'm Al Jones. I'm Fly Rob. Jeff Brown. Don't the T-Pongo. And we are the guys next door. First and foremost, shout out to the neighborhood uh, for supporting us. We are almost sold out. So if you're listening to this episode, I don't think there's any more tickets left and you're assed out. But you asked and we have delivered the guys next door tour is happening first stop new york city january 16th we're at sob yeah. i'm telling you now once tickets are sold out they sold out i don't care how pretty you are you're not getting in speak for yourself if you look good <laughs> and i approve i got about four tickets <laughs> i can give up yo we gotta do a lot we're doing a lot of canoe corner oh that's fine for you i know that's why i said that's fine Oh, no, 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 not for me. No, no, too late. You already got five. No, I am going to no, no, be you, doing mm-hmm. Canoodle Corner. You, you know what's to... crazy is? I'm looking at the ticket sales, and it is 90% women. I mean, well, 90% women listen to us. So. I know y'all not surprised. No, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not surprised. I just don't. I want I want my, my intelligent uh, kings to get out here and buy some tickets so they can, you know. I don't. I, I do. I, like I, don't, the I, don't, I, don't, I don't like seeing niggas. You do gotta improve the ratio a little bit for no, the female no. attendees so they can be like, yo. They'll be, they'll be talking, they'll be like, yo, they're they're you brought them out. You, no. can't, you can't have them all, man. You can't knock them all down. That's fine, that's fine. They're literally here for us. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. They're literally here for us. We did this work. They're literally here for us. And I feel the way if niggas just show up eating off eating off the fruit that I bet. Like, okay. like niggas just pop up. It's community service, man. This no. thing ain't going to happen. You don't do good deeds. I do messages. This would be a good deal. You got to, you got to get the brothers in there. See what I'm saying? We just you know what I'm saying? Bless them. Bless them with the yams. Yeah, you took it, yeah I'm trying to figure it out. Thanksgiving was two months ago, brother. <laughs> you want a yam? You better. Aren't we going to heaven? You should have went to your auntie's house. You know what I'm saying? Like Young Jeezy said. What? You should have went to your auntie's house. Yams and my auntie's house. I'm trying yeah. to say. But, um, uh, Certain levels of heaven. Please go get the, please. <laughs> shut up. Shut up, Ryan. Please go get your tickets if they are still available. Um, go get your tickets right now. They're in the um, bio. The hyperlink will be 
in this week's description um, that Ryan's bio, my bio, we don't know they're if they're in bios. They're in bios. They're in bios. Um, shout out to our brother Mac. Mac has just announced that um, he is expecting, so he's making sure him and his uh, yes, his, his don't want y'all to think he's neglecting. He's y'all, not, but, but he's know, making sure his home. Got to set home. Amazing. Got to set up home. Happy wife, happy life. You know what? Don't say happy wife. I mean, I mean that it, might it be it another announcement. Rhymes. It First of all, happy. The you know, girl, happy world. The happy girl. Happy world. Decent world. Decent world. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Happy yeah, girl, yeah, decent world. Strokes for different. There's mad stuff you can say. You got words out crazy. No. Different strokes for who? You're getting crazy. Nah, you're getting crazy, bro. Why you this one? You gotta relax. The surgery fucks you up. Yo, but we do have him. We do have my brother Jeff Brown. Yes, sir. The adopted one. We got him sitting in for Mac this week. Jeff, what's good? Ain't nothing, man. If the people don't know you, fill them in. Listen, my name is Jeff Brown. I call myself the adopted one. I do a one man play. About foster care and adoption, and I'm just out mm-hmm. here celebrating life. You know, what is your connection? What is your connection to uh, adoption? And, and oh, so I went um, at the age of three. I was put into foster care because my mother was on crack cocaine, and I got adopted. Went to different form. I mean, different foster homes. And then at the age of 13, I got adopted, and it bothered me in my whole life. And then until I went to like, you know, transformational um, classes and stuff like that, I realized that was a trauma that was affecting me. So I was like, let me do a play and tell my story, and I do it in a comedic. Acting and drama with with music too. Right. So got some singing. Now thirteen. Now now let me ask because I do know a little bit about the fourth case. My mom, both my mom and uncle was adopted. Oh wow. Um. So like my whole maternal side of family is all technically like adopted family and like just now or probably like over the past like five years they've been like like the blood family's been reaching out. Now me personally I don't know what it is. Something about me is fucked up, but I just don't. Like, I don't accept new family or whatever cases. Like, I'm like, ah, I don't really need to connect with y'all. But, you know, my mom and my uncle, they're, like, super on it. Um, but I know they were adopted at, like, they're, like, 11 months apart. So, like, they were, like, baby babies when they got adopted. Wow. But I do know that it's harder to for kids to get adopted the older they are. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you must have been a special kid to be 13, yeah, I mean, I was going through it, so it was at the time where I was phasing out. So when you get a certain age, you, you phase out, and then you have to go into like group homes and um, those type of things. Um, so it was at the point where she was trying to get me back up and put me back into another foster home, but she decided later, once I, you know, cried and begged and pleaded at the age, because I was there for so long, mm-hmm. she finally was like, you know what, I, I adopt, because she wasn't, I wasn't, di- I wasn't meant to be adopted, I was just there for stationary reasons until they find a home for me, wow. but it was like, I was with the Brown family for so long, she finally decided. And you accepted the name, and they changed your name and yeah, all that? Yeah, they changed my name, they changed my name. That's lit. That's lit. Yeah, that's lit. Yeah, that's lit. That's lit. That's phenomenal, yeah, I love her. That's fine. Um, 77 years old. That's fine. OG. Right. That's lit. And then we have... Donati Pongo, my dog from Chicago, uh-huh. my guy. If they don't know who you are, Donati, fill them in. Yeah, I'm the host of True Life Crime on MTV, but first and foremost, I'm the son of West African immigrants. Uh, both my parents. What are you doing here? I'm Ghana. Why, why am I Ghana? in America? I went in February, though. But so you I didn't go just now. I didn't Everybody go just now. There. You know what? Let me tell you something about, about oh, right now, too, about, about Africa. <laughs> I've been, nah, let me, let me. You gotta be like, you niggas. Yeah, yeah, nah, but I've been putting together group tours since 2016. Literally. And uh, to date, I've taken 70 African Americans back home. So, man, so it was so, um, it was let's a privilege. Do, it was a let's privilege. do something with guys. Let's do something with you. You wanna do that, right? 
When you when that ass twenty twenty, let's get. I'm it. going back to Africa in March. I've been twice last year. So I'm twice in twenty twenty. So let's do twenty. Let's do. Well, oh no no no! So I'll be there more than twice in twenty twenty. That's what I'm saying. So let's do God. Let's do like something with God. Like some specifically guys next door. We'll get our listeners, a few of our listeners, and we'll go. We doing. We do it on air, so I so you can hold me accountable. I make sure I do all this on air, so make sure everybody holds accountable. Yeah, okay, let's get, let's get, this is I beautiful, love, man. I love shake on that, too. This is, yeah, yeah. yes. I don't even yes. gotta shake, bro. I'm gonna be there regardless. Bad, bad, yeah, now, since, since 2016, now I took groups of 20 or 25 uh, back home, and um, most recently in February in 2019, group of about 10, so over time, roughly around 70 people going back and forth, and I remember what the climate was like in 2016, where I said, yo, I'm doing these trips to Ghana, and the ignorant questions sometimes I got, and I don't mean ignorant yes, in a negative way. No, I no, do. for real. I do. I don't, I don't, I don't. Because you know, I've I've come to terms. I grew up getting all of the jokes and all that. It's the way it's the way white people want us to view our country. So I don't blame the student for having a bad teacher. You know what I'm saying? So you know, I I remember there was a pushback about I don't know, I don't know. But now uh, people understand that you know God is our home too. Right. So you know, when we do this in 2020, it's gonna be major, man. I I feel like when it comes to that. After being to Africa several times, I realized I could skip Europe for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Word. I don't need to. I feel the same way, but I always felt like that about I don't you. need yeah. to. No, I mean, I, I've been to Europe several times, been to Africa several times, and I just feel like when you get off that plane and if and, and it feels different, it feel, you home. You feel home. You feel home. What does that and feel, feel like? Imagine right. going everywhere in New York and there's black people cooking your food. There's black people managing your hotel. Black people there's on the billboards. Black people on the billboards. Driving your car. Driving your car. You cab. never feel out of place? No, out of place. No, okay, because only, like I, I said, so like I told you before, like my only time being in Africa, well, I was in the northern sector when I was in the military. I was in I said, Somali. That's what I'm saying. So I didn't feel. You was, okay. First of all, you wasn't there. You wasn't there to experience it. Right, I didn't feel. You was there for a job. But I also, I also know. And, and me and you have spoken about this. I also know, like, growing up in, in my home church, that um, the, the pastors had, like, they were open in churches in Togo and Kenya. Like, a lot of their stuff was done in Africa. Right. So kind of like the, uh, the, the home church in America felt like secondhand. So, like, there was a lot of African influence and uh, culture in the home church. Yeah. So... I remember, like, I would meet the people, and they always look like. Now, obviously, I know I was a bad kid, but they like they just tended to always like look down mm-hmm. on us. So I was like, well, if I go to Africa, I'm not better go there. My mm-hmm. be looking down. But then right, I right. see everybody on the gram this year, oh, yeah. and then to this no, the past the whole, two weeks, niggas is lit. Oh, the whole world is. And, and, and I world love world. I love that the fact that we are now embracing right. our brothers and sisters. But I just hate that it took so long. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but not. Lack of knowledge to do that every no, time. Absolutely, but, yeah. now, but we were knowledged about we were we, not not that's, that's hard what we say, but we were taught more about Europe and right and, and all these things that they did when that when you really look down to it, everything started in that continent. It started. We just, we just, if you really think about it, this whole world was one continent, right? And it broke apart, but right. it started as Africa. Yeah. And people don't really understand that and recognize it until they go out there and they start learning more and more and more. But also, I'm glad that it happened at the time it did because. 16, 16, 16, 19, and then 2019. This being that year, imagine if mm. it didn't happen this year. So now, now yeah. it's, it's perfect time. God's perfect. timing is always Absolutely. supreme and superb. I'm happy. So. I'm happy. Final line, Yeah. Speaking Final of line. that. Yes. Now, we met last year when I had the chance of being on your, your show on MTV. And then we just kept in contact and kept supporting each other. And then the next thing I see, on, on January 1st, hey. my boy is bringing... 
true life back. Hey, let's talk about it. What's let's talk about it, man. Nah, uh, nigga, true life. true life got me through. Damn it, why is that open? Y'all know we in. Y'all know. So clearly, y'all know we're in the Brooklyn studio uh, this this week. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. <laughs> First. Um, true life got. True life got the real niggas through. Uh, that's that that early two thousands moment, yeah, like yeah. true life. I'm a, I'm addicted to this. True right. life, my girl is this. So like, how did yeah? What, what's that like, man? It's 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 a long story. I'm gonna try to make it make it short. I know we got a lot to get into. Yeah. But, so the true life crime spinoff is a year years long project in the making. Even before I started working at MTV News, because I host a digital show on MTV News as well on our Instagram and Twitter feeds uh, at MTV News. Same as plug, but um, the show. Started off uh, with the spinoff where MTV would look into crime stories that happened to marginalized communities mm-hmm. that went viral. So the first okay. story that's going um, is happening Wednesday, nine o'clock, and it involves Kanika Jenkins, who was found dead in a walk-in freezer yeah. at a hotel in yeah. Rosemont, yeah. Illinois, yeah. outside Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. That was like about two years, two, two years. Two thousand seventeen, yeah. it happened. And uh, we began, you know, but tracing this story and working on this, yeah, three years now, um, in 2018. And so when they were scouting for journalists to talk about this, I was one of the few in my city, and I'm so proud of this, who had the credentials as a respected journalist, and I put in that work, but also was respected in urban circles as well. You know, I come from the South Side, I'm a reporter on the South Side, I've worked at everything from... Austin, Austin. You know what I'm saying? Oh, what you, what you know about it, Charlie? What you know about it, Joe? Come on. You know what I'm saying? So, I get it. You know when you heard mouse, I get it. You yeah, know one yeah. of the first. They know I'm. They know I'm valid in the shot. You know how they like me. Some blood. Yeah, you locked in. Thank you. They Names know. Nigga, I be. I, House of Blues. That's why I be at. And they fuck with me. <laughs> heavy. House heavy. of Blues. They fuck with me heavy. <laughs> Show seven. Yeah. Shout out to Fresh Goods you know. and all that. But um, yeah, now nah, and um. You know, going from working at like WGN, which is like Chicago's like mad mainstream yes. station, to WVON, which is a station that Martin Luther King used to speak on when he would come and organize in Chicago, black-owned station, been around for fifty plus years. And so there was, you know, I, I got tapped to tell this story, and I had already been reporting on it locally, had a strong relationship with a lot of the activists. I've been mobilizing to make sure that this story about what happened to Kanika didn't fall by the wayside. And so yeah. we documented what happened, what the activists did, why black folks in Chicago don't trust the police. And I try my best to figure out what really happened to this girl. Mm. Now, how now, how much uh, freedom do you get when when doing this? Like, do you really get to be your authentic black self when reporting on this very black story near and dear to you? Or does MTV kind of be like, all right, stick to the facts. Nah, that's an excellent question. I get to be my 100% full black self, bro. So you get like, to be as critical I get as, to be as analytical. Actually, I'm going to tell you the truth. When I got the call to about that MTV was working on this project, I got a call from my homegirl. She said, MTV is shooting something. They need somebody to host a documentary. I'm like, and then I gave him your name. I'm like, yeah, right, whatever. You know how this industry goes. We get those calls all the time. They called that's me back. Yeah. And I was in a, I was in a rut. As far as like just being honest, as far as career wise, where I was at, you know what I'm saying? I was I felt felt like I wasn't where I wanted to be. So when I answered the call, I was mad cynical. It was like, what do you think happened to Kanika Jenkins? I was like, yo, I think they harvested her organs because there's a Rosemont facility that does like uh organ mm-hmm. transplants. I had all the conspiracies. I was just being very that's, that's black as hell. I was, I was black as hell. I was like black as hell. That was the blackest thing ever. And when you doing a, a job interview, the last thing right. you want to and as a journalist right. start going into a land where I'm theorizing biased, about things right, that yeah. aren't even fact, but I was so just the mood I was in, I was one hundred my authentic not at work self. And so mm-hmm. I just talked about 
everything that I thought happened to this girl without having even thought about the facts and the things that I read. I didn't read anything that said that that's definitely what happened. I just know in Rosemont, there is this this facility. But you put two and two together and made your own four. And made my own, and, and her, she made like, my own four. Made my own four, that's I like, I'm using that. And she was like. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Ryan is retarded. <laughs> I did that mad time. Yeah, we always yeah, do, but that's time for you. I never heard it that way. Two plus two and made my own four. I like that. And they were like, you know, we like to cut in your jib. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you, you are being honest about how you feel about the case. And to be and to be honest, when y'all watch it, um, know that I was. If you there's a sneak peek out right now on True Life Crimes uh, Facebook page on my personal website, D O M E T I You can check it out. And in that first ten minutes. All of the theories that we go through, I believe that there's validity to every single one of them. Mm. So when I came into that case, I was genuinely looking for answers. And when I'm talking to people from my community, I can't code switch with you to get you to open up to me. So when I'm talking to Kanika's friend who was there, I can't say, what do you think happened? You know what I mean? I have to be like, nah, like, now, nah, deadass, I don't trust what, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm, I'm going to talk to you, you like I will talk to you. And I got to build a real report. And I lived, I lived at the time in mm. Chicago. I was like, when MTV leaves, I gotta be here. And I remember you saying that when we when we went out for drinks that night. Like you said that. You was yeah. like, when MTV leave, I still gotta be here. And that stuck out to me. I was like, man, this is a genuine nigga. I could fuck with him. Like yeah, I could fuck with him bigger than a work relationship. You feel what I'm saying? Because right. obviously well, us both being at Viacom uh -huh. and, and being moving through these these different entities at Viacom. Right. Of course, it makes sense to support another black man if exactly. you see him. Yeah. But it was something big. And then once he said that, I was like, oh no, he get it. Yeah, he get it. Well, like, yeah. because it's the same way with us. It's the same way when they have us in a weird predicament. And it's like, nah, nigga, when y'all leave, I still gotta be here. I still gotta live here. I still gotta, yeah, I gotta answer for this. So once I said, I'm like, this nigga a real nigga. Yeah. And, um, so, what type of relationship or what type of interaction was it with the, with the people? Because, like, what type of relationship can the, the people of Chicago have with a journalist that they see, because obviously they grow, you grow up, you see the news, you see motherfuckers that don't really, they might look like us, but they might not fuck with us the same way. So what is that, what is, what is that relationship as a journalist in Chicago? You speaking facts. <laughs> you speaking facts. I like how you coming. Look, listen, man, come on. Oh, man. I wasn't gonna play, we got Domitia. Yeah, hey, because that, that's exactly what it was like. Like, I had a lot of close relationships with activists, and so they would send me texts and say, we're mobilizing and marching because somebody just got shot on 71st and Stoney um, at the barbershop, you know what I'm saying? The police ran up on them, they aired them out, we protesting, can you come out? And I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna come out. Don't put me on any of your phones or anything like that. Because mm -hmm. I still had to maintain the job. The job and make sure that I didn't come off as biased. But I still had to maintain these close relationships with activists like Lamar Ford and, and uh, J. Maul Green and mm -hmm. you know, all these different activists in the city. So, you know, I had this authentic relationship with community members because I hosted community forums where we would talk about, you know, what's going on on our blocks. How can we tell stories that elevate black consciousness but make sure that our stories don't fall by the wayside? I, I met, made that grassroots connection, but I didn't feel like I necessarily wanted to jeopardize the connection I had to mainstream media because that's when my bread was buttered. So, you know, I just did that by having authentic relationships behind the scenes, and that's how we get scoops off the record right. from people and get people comfortable. They would tell me things that they couldn't probably tell, like the top reporters at the big stations. You know what I'm saying? That's how that, that's how they all came together. And so once, so once you're there, right? Like once mm -hmm. you're in this, and maybe and let me know if I'm, I'm asking too much about the chicken before it's made. Yeah, yeah. Do you get an answer at the end of the like at the end of this or at any of these episodes? Do you get an answer to any of these? I give you all of the facts 
and I tell you where the facts have pointed me. And I grew mm-hmm. as a journalist doing this because this is a story that was so personal. Yeah. And I came in knowing what I thought I believed, and I knew that I had to just go where the facts would lead me. So I showed where the facts left me, and then I leave it up to the viewers to say, listen, here are the facts. Here's what I, based on what I saw, this is what I pulled from it. What do y'all think? It's like this, there's your side, their side, and it's just true. Yeah. But I feel like now, you. I feel like you got this job at a perfect time. Yeah. Because you, for one, can be a black male being yourself and doing your job, which in the past years and decades, us as black men, us as black people, if we had a job that that held some type of hierarchy, we couldn't be us. Too many Brian Gumbles, not yeah. enough yeah. Dominic Exactly. So I feel like it's amazing that they gave you the opportunity to be this, but not just because it's you, just because you could be yourself. Yeah. And yeah. if you couldn't be yourself, I wouldn't want to watch that shit. I'll be real with you. That was one of my goals. That was one of my goals. Actually, because this dealt with death and because I was already in a position where I didn't have, uh, let me see my phone real quick. I want to show y'all, I'm going to read this scripture because y'all are man of God, y'all don't get this. Because I didn't, I don't need clout. I didn't need clout and I didn't need money because I had gone without for so long. Bang. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't understand that. I, I, I've been broke. You can, if I'm already broke, you can't you can't tip me with money. You can't tip me with money. I didn't know where you could tell me you're gonna take anything away from me I because I already don't have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're gonna miss out on this. I'm already missing out on it. And if you give me something with, with your hand attached to at least connected to it, I don't want it. Then it's not mine anyway. Exactly. Slavery. You can you can take it back anyway. So I, I prayed and I, I was like. I don't play with death. I, I ask God, is this a story that you want me to tell? Can I trust these networks to tell this story right? And the scripture, I opened the Bible and it landed on this page. The scripture is Proverbs 31, 8 and 9. And it says, open your mouth for the speechless and the cause of all who are appointed to die. Mm-hmm. Open your mouth, judge righteously and plead the cause of the poor and needy. And the reason I asked for my phone is my screensaver in my phone. Oh, that's fine. fine. But so I could remember why I do what I do. And so that's when I knew I needed to do this series. And so after we shot and finished shooting, I didn't hear anything from MTV for months. And I'm like, well, God put me in this position. I know this doc is gonna come out. It was a pilot. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what was going on. Next thing you know, I ended up getting the MTV News digital job, which mm-hmm. is where I met Mouse. Mm-hmm. And then I find out I, that the show got greenlit and then we shot the rest of the, uh, the eight episodes and you know it came out but I know that this is something that, that was God given so if nothing else I know that I'm validated in doing what I did because my intentions are pure now, this is super dope this is started with the hell you going to let me ask you a question though. what makes a kid from Chicago want to grow up and be a journalist man I never even wanted to be a journalist oh, okay bro. so how did it turn out man I, this shit was a, a fluke <laughs> this shit was a, like a journalist. It was beyond me. I was like, <laughs> like my my moms and them. Like, if y'all know anything about like West Africans, uh-huh. you are going to tell you are going to be a doctor. Okay, yeah. you go to medical school, be a lawyer, a doctor, engineer, and do not, do not disgrace this family. So like that that's what they told me to be. That's what I was supposed to do. I didn't want to do that. I hate the sight of blood. I didn't want to go into medicine. How you love Chicago and hate the sight of blood? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm playing. Hey, 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 I'm just playing. 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 I'm just play
Yeah, nah, you gotta get a pass. Call me before you come to they my studio. Listen, <laughs> you have to be able to have a rapport with this nigga to make this type of jokes. I'm Gucci out there. Listen, if you scared to make those jokes and they know you so they know you're not fucking with you. They know you're not fucking Yeah, you gotta be real. You gotta be real right to be able to make this type of real hair shaking your head. Not that. Nah, nah, I don't go to the thing out there. First of all, I don't go to no, no, no. Ninety-seven. What's your favorite? The the one right across right across from the pizza spot. The right uh, right across from. I tell you which one it was. What you he see? don't know. He don't know. I got my Chicago homie in here fact checking. Sonny Valentine in the cut. Let me see. Yeah, you know. It's like it's like a ten it's like a ten minute walk from that from. What's the name of that pizza spot? The the Italian Fiesta. No, it got a name. It got a name like. Don't listen. I got. Don't listen. You don't see. I, nigga, I was using GPS. I'm not from there. You know, I'm, not, I'm, not, look, I'm not gonna tell you the truth. I was using you went GPS. To the I'm not serve burgers and all that. You know the one that's. <laughs> no, no, that one don't. I know it's one you but that one don't got crackheads outside of it. The one I want you got crackheads outside, and I put not only did I put money in the crackheads' pockets, I put food in their mouth too. Not to not to hype myself up, but you're supposed to do that when you go to different neighborhoods. You no. show they crackheads love. See, no real talk. Might be going to heaven. Real talk. Might be going to heaven. Crackheads love. That's exactly. going to heaven. And that's why you going to hell. <laughs> we can't show if we made you know, an image. so many people in this world that so I can't show crack, love. So I can't show love to crackheads. They're at their lowest. I can't show them love. They sold the chicken wings some crack. No, they didn't. I, I watched them. <laughs> who? Who? To who? Who? Who they sold the chicken? Who they sold the chicken? Crackheads can sell So then I just empowered them to be an entrepreneur. Either way, I'm good. Nick said, buy the block black. I'm trying to do it. You agree over there? Yo. My mom's, I told you what she was. So you that's like, look at you! Before that, the heart strings. He got you. No, come on. He got you with that. Right, you got it. Shout out. And you going to have If it's crackheads outside the Harold's, you go to, then you going to a good one. There's no, see, there's no crackheads outside the Harold's in LA. Right. There's no crackheads outside the Harold's in downtown. So, what about the one in LA? I heard there's one in LA. Trash. Dude, they got hookah in there. Oh, no. But you can't disrespect Harold, bro. In in to talk about Harold, it's not the original people that there's there's, there's a family that owns Harold's, right. but and then they, they started franchising them out. So there's Harold's with burgers. There's Harold's everything. No burgers. They're, now, Harold's. they're no now getting back to their ways and putting more, putting the time and effort into it now. So the one in Chicago, I mean the one in LA, is owned by the original owners. That's dope. And whichever one is closer to the Swiss Hotel was the one I went to. Word. Whichever one is closest That, that was the one that was closest to the Swiss Hotel you were, As long as you saw the crackheads You were official oh, you saw And put, and put my, like You gotta do right You gotta bless the hood You but gotta do right the in the people in the community yo. But, but to get, get to your question Jeff had Why I ended up getting into journalism Man I went to school for uh, for economics And I was a uh, I did hip hop before Like I was I, I, Just like a lot of people I was wanted to be a rapper you know? oh, oh, That was the thing But You was a drill rapper? Now I'm, I'm a lyricist. Wait, wait, wait. I'm a lyricist. You don't got balls. Wait, you, look, what? you don't got balls. What? what you got right now? What? Nah. What you got right now? Nah, I, mean, I got my journalist hat. I got on the turtleneck, man. I got my journalist hat on today. I'm about to ask you, bro. I was looking at the turtleneck for a while, and I couldn't find out. I told you to get your turtleneck. Oh, I got. I, we can't change the whole neighborhood. Nah, it's not. You know I'm the local. I can't keep. I'm gonna keep it low. I got your. I like your sweater, by the way, Jeff. And your crystal. I like how you coming. Rose quotes. Yeah. Ooh. What's that? That look. That sound real Harry Potter. Yeah, I got Harry Potter shit. Yeah. 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 It's, it's yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 But yeah, so what would but, Professor Snape think of this? Because I was doing like hosting live shows and doing poetry, main, main, like that was my main bread and butter. 
I quit my job. I worked at Target headquarters as a business analyst. I quit my job without a plan and went back to Chicago and lived with my parents for a year. Okay. I tried to figure it out. And I ended up getting an internship at a radio station. And I ended up being better at pretending to be a news anchor than I thought I could. Right. <laughs> And I end up at some point actually becoming a news anchor, then becoming news director at that station. Mm. And I became program director at WindyCityUnderground.com while I was news director at WVON. So I had like two jobs yeah. and I was doing audio things for the church. And so hip hop taught women me. to your mother house. You know, see, you know, doing what I got That's to a do. Lot. That's a doing lot. What I, my mom might hit this podcast. My Listen, if you got to sneak them in, you're doing the right thing. You know? The niggas who didn't have to sneak. They, if the women, the niggas who didn't have to sneak women into their mother house still live with their mother. Still live with their mother number one and don't know how to treat women. No, I ain't gonna hold you though. To be to be dead ass during that time, I barely dated, bro. I felt like nobody said another mother day. Nobody said. Nothing. I wasn't even knocking it down like that during that like time. That. Bro. Like, like that, that. You like that. that. Like that. I wasn't even knocking it down like that. Heard you. You know when you broke though. You know what I'm saying. That's when you have the most. Yo, sex. when you broke is when you figure it out. You figure it out. What? How to get? Cause you got. Nah. Mad. You got nothing but time. Yo, I can't. I, yo, mad I'm not broke no more. I'm not as creative as I used no, to be. She, she want to suck on a lit dick. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, hey. You ain't got to be creative. No, you, you, gotta, you still got to you know be creative. When you got a girl, you got to be creative. Like, now, yeah, we got a girl. Like, yeah, but we niggas, just not down. Bro, it's nigga, like, we used to take mad fucking walks up. Uh, we, it's oh, 90 block walks up. Our galleries <laughs> and museums. Once, Lake Michigan, like, we was... Nigga, I can't... Nigga, I, can't just, I, done, I think the best date I did when I was broke... I took a girl to Mikey's ice cream and mm. in, the, in, the, in the LES and right across to that park. It was just broke. That shit was. <laughs> but I got. Uh, that shit was last. Niggas did not know. Niggas did not not know this. Yeah, I'm, I'm new to this. You said new to this. They refer to me as new money and they are right. Yeah, yeah, hey, I'm right here with you. They are and they are right. What Vinny said? Say? They say I am new money. I came up too fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the bottom. I have no class. That's a fact. That is, that, is a, that is me. When Fifty said that, it hit different. What did it say on Twitter? Uh, when he, when Fifty said that, it it it, uh, it, it hit me. It, it, it resonated with me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's that's who I was, man. And I found my way into um. I became like I realized to promote my brand and all of that. I had I became one of those people that was on those panels teaching and wow. inadvertently became. You know, got on people's radar, and that's how I ended up at WGN and WGN TV and WCIU TV, and then eventually MTV. So, fire. Well, do you remember the first story that that you cared about? Mm. Damn, that's a good one. I think this first story I cared deeply about. The first audio documentary I did that was award nominated was about a hunger strike at Dyer High School to keep the school open because they were closing, they closed 50 schools in Chicago. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people heard about that. Rahm Emanuel closed 50 schools back to back in Chicago and one school in this neighborhood, um, the parents were concerned that their kids wouldn't have anywhere to go. So they went on a hunger strike for 34 days, chained themselves to the school and the said, kids. we're not eating. No, the parents. Oh, okay. So we're not eating until y'all decide what y'all doing with the school because we're not letting this go for our youth. That was one of the first stories that I like really, really dove into. That was when I got to that. Yeah, man. I did that, wow. that story in like 20, uh, 2017. That was the one that first got like notoriety, got me looks, it got award, you know, award recognition. But the first story that I did that I cared about deeply, whether or not people actually got a chance to hear me talk about it when I was an early journalist, was the shooting of Laquan McDonald. Mm. 17 year old, shot 16 times. Said, said he had a knife or something like said that. Said he had a knife. Um, and he did, he had a knife. Mm -hmm. uh, shot by Officer Jason Van Dyke, who is in jail for what he did and is the first police officer in. I, I wish I had the data in front of me. I don't know how many decades um, to uh, be convicted 
for an on-duty on duty shooting for murder, be convicted of murder. That's the hardest thing to be convicted for, too. Absolutely, especially as it relates to police officers. And so, like, following that case, front was and back was being in the courtroom, making eye contact with this man while I'm in the courtroom, and uh, being, you know, just reporting on the story and following that from its inception to its end, that was, yeah, that was the first story I cared really deeply about, mm -hmm. bro. Cause I mean, Shorty could have been me if I didn't figure, figure shit out sooner. That's easily, yeah. easily. And I think and I, I think that's why it's so important to, to show up as our authentic selves in these spaces so they know when you got locks and the full thing, the facial hair, like that you can be intelligent and you can, you can speak with the King's English if you choose to, you know what I'm saying? But I choose to speak how I feel like speaking. But that's my, that's and still my, speak true to power. And without even no bullshit, that's my favorite. That's my favorite cold bar, hmm. off Enchanted. And when he said I could speak, I could speak proper English, but fuck that. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. when he said that, shit, I was like, word. Yeah. Like yeah, like I get right. that. Do you experience stress or have anxiety or chronic pain or have trouble sleeping at least once a week? Well, you're not alone. Many of us do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you can say Mac Wilds joins you in that because I, my friends, have insomnia. It's real. It's real out here in the field. But do you got to go to a meeting for that? Never mind. I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> I don't want to get canceled. But how does insomnia affect like your productivity? Like how does it affect you trying to I mean, get shit done? I mean, because because I'm not sleeping at night. Uh, of course, your body will shut down at other times. So I, I'm I'm constantly trying to find uh, like that that balance. So. Uh, Mouse, we I think we have a product for that. We do. Our new sponsor, Fields, has something that can help. So, what is Fields? I'm gonna tell you. Fields is premium CBD direct delivered directly to your doorstep. Mm. I mean, you don't gotta go looking for the weed mail. You don't gotta go looking for nobody. You ain't gotta make no calls. It's coming directly to your doorstep. Feels naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. Yeah, uh, I used Feels for the first time a couple of days ago, and yo, knocked me out. And it's uh, you you stay clear headed, so you wake up kind of you wake up fresh and everything. It's not like a almost like a daisy. Um, almost like a daisy. <laughs> <laughs> now feels is easy to take All you gotta do is place a few drops of feels under your tongue And feel the difference within minutes Now Ryan you was talking about it before Yeah the product alone is If you know like the uh, The little droplets in the bottle You put it right under your tongue It's amazing Sleep well No headaches You're good Yeah it's a, it's a great product So if you're new to CBD Fields offers a free CBD hotline And text message support To help guide your personal experience You feel better naturally and there's no high hangover or addiction. That's so fact. when we're talking about membership, guess what? If you sign up today, you become a member, you get 50% off your first order. Ooh, Join the Fields community 50. to get Fields delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime. <laughs> so I'm telling you guys, if you become a member right now, you get 50% 50 off, off it's real. your it's first real. order. All right? Fields has Mac and Ryan feeling better every day, and it can help you, too. Become a member by going to fields.com slash next door, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash next door to become a member and get 50% off automatically at your first order with free shipping. Fields.com slash next door. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Let me ask y'all, did y'all ever, were y'all ever challenged with that? Did y'all ever feel like not, y'all had to? Not me, personally. You didn't, you didn't personally? I, I, luckily. But you got into jungle. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, luckily, I came into this, like, just being me. With like, tax, right? Was that the? Tax, the, tax put his arm around me. Voc, um, Bills, who, who's here as well, they, they, I owe a lot to them. And just Brooklyn as a whole for getting behind me the way they did when it came to hosting live events. Um, but then it was just me on Twitter giving my opinion on things. And then people started listening to the He-Man Woman Hitters Club. Okay. So, like I, I, I always tell people, the way I got here was I just was able to always piss the right people off. Mm-hmm. So even though like the He-Man Woman Hitters Club in the beginning wasn't doing the numbers we do now, right. it was still something very important in New York. And everybody, all the important people were listening. So yeah. because they wanted to know who I was talking about, that right. that. So once right. I got into right. that, and they seemed like, oh no, it's more than him just. Saying because literally I I never went into nothing just to like I would tell people I never got into this shit like trying to piss nobody I never started bothering nobody it was always oh you said something about me okay now I'm gonna violate you while talking about what I really want to talk about right. so once people start listening to what I really want to talk about it whether it was relationships flip or the script. yeah, yeah flip the script you 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 put the medicine in the candy yeah so it's once people like once I led the march what really like put me on the um I think. Oh, it was the week Alton Sterling got killed, and then another man in New York was killed by an off-duty police officer. And we marched from Union Square to that to the uh, to the precinct, mm-hmm. and then people started paying attention, and then people started listening to the podcast and start hearing like, oh well, he might talk like this and feel like this, but he feel but he also feel like this. So then yeah. I think they started to respect the duality um, that that was able to exist, or that I forced to exist. And then once, literally the very next year, my first job is at TRL writing. So once people was like, oh no, we gotta listen to him. Mm -hmm. And then we go into uh, the very, I leave TRL and then I get Isle of Pilots lit at BT, where literally I'm, this is early R. Kelly day, where they're like, oh no, what? Somebody who looked like us and is standing up for the right part of it. Um, as far as the, and as, as well as the grapevine, I wouldn't be here without the grapevine. Like the grapevine is where I was able to be my authentic self right. around a whole bunch of distinguished, college-educated, um, pan-Africans, continental Africans, right. and I'm just like, yo, well, I'm I'm African American and I don't got this college education, but I know a little something, right. And, and, right. and I'm, you know, you give people that's a blessing to come in the game that way. Bro. You give people the opportunity, right, to pick. Without the without the the, the the hidden figures, without the mm-hmm. without the her, 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 her. nah, yeah. like this is how I look. This is what I care about. This is what I'm speak about, and this is my stance. I had to evolve in real time. My journey was different. So like I went, I started throwing open mics. I used to host this open mic in Chicago called the Artist Lounge, where we'll go to different black owned art galleries and mm-hmm. like art exhibitions. So you you have somebody do live paint while somebody's doing hip hop spoken word. 
And then why I got this ratchet ass DJ, my, my homegirl Authentic Poetry, mm-hmm. playing like the most ignorant music right after somebody comes on. Black people need to stop da- 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 doing that. And then right after. Real ass like, bitch, give a fuck about a nigga. Big brick and bag, whole fossil. That's the type of energy we was coming with. And that was my creative outlet was like, I can be all of these things at once. Ryan's right. just judging. He's disgusted. He's disgusted with you. With your display. Uh, sorry, Ryan. <laughs> that was and and I even it was so much though I practiced my diction so much so that I would watch the evening news with the closed captions on and talk as they talk to see how my accent was different from theirs. Wow. So I'd be like, "This is Dominic Pongo. I'm sitting here watching. There's been a shooting on the south side of Chicago. It looks like there's going to be a bump." And I'm like, "Okay, that's how they do it. I'm gonna do it like that." And so I did my reports like that. And the thing that really allowed me to be myself was that the morning show host at the time, I'll never forget, Matt McGill and Perry Small. They would talk to me in between the breaks and ask my opinion on shit. And when I gave my opinion, I can't keep the, the facade up. Right. I'm like, nah, I'm talking like myself. And then eventually, now we're going to my news reports. I can only speak in my vernacular. And so that that allowed me to find you, myself. You know what I realized? You remember, yep. and I'm pretty sure you know this, like people would tell you not to like pause in between, not say um, mm-hmm. not say um. Like yep. that was the biggest thing. People would be like, don't say um. Then I realized, man, people like that shit because they know you being honest. Helpful. They know you being honest. I'm saying, oh, because I'm really, I can't trust you know, you. I don't, and I'm telling people all the time when I'm on these panels with these, two, I did not, yo, I literally did not think about this before I got here. Motherfuckers told me where to be. Okay, I agree. With, I'm gonna come. I did not sit there and write down dissertations. Nah, ask me a question. And I tell people all the time, me and Ryan been on other people's podcast and they'll try and prep us. Don't don't prep. Yeah, just give me so yeah, yeah, yeah. We told them girls like don't just just give us the. Give we're us gonna the be question. ourselves regardless. And with us, it's yeah. like it's simply the fact that people think they can put us in positions that we have to do what they want. Mm-hmm. And we show them. I don't, I don't care, time. especially on my platform. Somebody can't come on my podcast and say I want to talk about these things. If I don't want to talk about it, I'm not going to talk about right. it. This is why right. this is my place to be creative in my own space. Right. So for us as black males. We don't always get that platform ever. And so the fact that we all can say we have platforms yeah. to do it, you have a one man show. You right. can do whatever the fuck you want. You see what I'm saying? But it's like, about this. and that's like, fine. If, I, if you're uncomfortable, get out. Right, right. You didn't, I didn't ask you to come here. You paid to do this. Like, right. that's what you have in your own show on, on, on a, a, a great network that has, in ways, put us people down in certain times, but you're here to uplift it so it's not that vision anymore. With our situation, it's like, we came to a place, we're in a room in, in a hood of Brooklyn recording a fucking podcast, but who cares? Who cares? We get to say what we're doing. Yo, me and, yo, me and, Skates. Me and Ryan, saying? me and like, Ryan. We up like, oh, like, hold on, hold on. We have older <laughs> every week. We get over 20,000 people listening to mm-hmm. each episode, and that's just not because yeah. they have the free time. That's because they, they want to listen to our unapologetic. <laughs> hit them with it, Mouse. Because I mean, we, una- we unapologetic. Like, like I said, with this platform specifically, and, and, and both tracker, we are going to be our unapologetic selves to no end. And like, what you'll find, what's so refreshing, what you'll find with it is everybody wish they could too. People who have to go to corporate America, bingo, and you inspire them through this. Literally, this right here. It, it was so. Yesterday we uh, uh, we're recording on Saturday. So yesterday we announced the the show, right? Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers do not know the shit show that was, right? I wake up at like seven a.m. I'm hitting the nigga for the fly shot to Levan, right? Uh, always holding us down with the artwork. Um, I'm nice. hitting him. I'm like, yo, we need it right now. Oh wait, we need this link. Oh no, no, we need mm-hmm. this too. And then it's going up, and then the link didn't work. Shot to death. The link didn't work, and then we're going to other shit. We're like, no, 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 wait. So the whole shit, right? And then it's finally going good. And then like me and Ryan like disagreed on something about the merch, right? 
And I'm sitting here as we're like arguing, disagreeing back and forth. I'm like, yo, this nigga get on my nerve. I know I'm getting on his nerve, but this all shit. Right. We arguing about our oh, shit yeah, yeah, and yeah. how we want our shit to look nice. from our perspective. Right. Like, it's not like somebody telling us, no, we don't want this. It's me saying, I don't want this. And him saying, well, I don't want this. And it's like, all right, bet you don't want this. I don't want this. So we just not going to do it. Bet. But yeah. we can make those decisions. And it was, and that shit was, network, so that shit was so shit, comforting. Man. Yeah. Like, he know I got his back. He, I know he got my back. We got Max back. Fight yeah. for all of that, that three way. But it was just like, Yo, we sitting here arguing about how we want our shit yeah, to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's just so, because being a part of other things where it's not up to us and we're like, okay. And they're like, what do you think about this? You don't care what I think you about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's been, that's been generations and generations of us having to be held back. Mm. So now this is the perfect time for us to have our own voice. Like, yeah. I don't care what you do, whether you do poetry or you own a, a bodega or, or you, you clean the floor. Have your own your shit and have your own voice. And mm. once you have that, once you see that, people look at you, they're like, yeah, he might do this, but that's his. Mm. Like, that's his one-man show. There is not There's one not person. Yo, I don't think you should do this. I don't, so do your own shit, bro. And especially what I've seen with Dome. I have not seen working at Viacom, growing up fucking MTV and BT in my veins. Like, I've never seen on MTV somebody, a black young man, have the control over their platform that Dome T has. So it's like... That's, like that that's shit real. is like that shit like literally the show I was on. He literally said, "Oh no, no, no!" And I watched. Then I watched the guy say, "Hell no, nobody else would have that." It wasn't like a that's question. him. It like, wasn't a question. It was like it's not like what I want. Right. Like it's not like where Somebody you have the talent yeah. team saying, "Okay, you'll have this person right. this week." Because you like knowing that feeling from I'll apologize later. It was like yeah, black man. Like <laughs> knowing that. I'm at BT and I'm like, and the, and the talent team like, what? I'm like, nah, fuck out of I'm not, nah. Right. Like, I'll do shit by myself before we have that get. Right. So knowing he had that same control, it's like, that's like, because what you're doing is, now you're giving a voice to somebody who might've been voiceless before. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you you get a chance to give the, like we're doing, right? Like there might be yeah. people who didn't know who Jeff Brown and Dome T was. It's progression. But, but we're it, saying it, help, it helps me though, because this is this is the thing too about the show that was interesting, right? Like before Sonny was my associate producer on mm -hmm. the show from Chicago, mm -hmm. moved to New York a few years before me and came on and joined me at MTV at the show. Before she came on, I was the only black person on my team. And I had to have a conversation and say, I know y'all mean well, but I don't even know how to be myself on a panel with these people because they've seen shows I haven't seen and talking about things I don't know about. I, I feel like a stranger in my own house. Yeah. Right. And I can't perform. I can, I'm like I said, I acted like a news anchor before right. I became one. Act the part. So I can, I can finesse it, but I'm not going to be in my bag. It won't connect. So when, when they saw, to their credit, to, to everybody at, at MTV News's credit, when when the Mouse Jones comes in, mm -hmm. or Jameer Pond, or mm -hmm. Jamel Lemieux, yeah, yeah. yeah, shout out, uh, shout Chantel Rawlins. Yeah, yeah. yeah, all these people, when they come in, now I'm I'm comfortable because I know when I, I bring up that album, when yeah. I say that thing, Mouse knows what I'm talking about. about. And now I'm in my bag. So it's, it's mutual. So now it having like you that elevates elevates me because I'm I'm able to be better at what I do because be yourself. You can see me all the way in front of a camera. Even the first episode, I think uh Blogzilla, I didn't have any any uh, thing in booking my own even mm -hmm. thing too though. But Blogzilla was on there and uh Sydney Washington. Yes. And uh Zilla. Yeah, I forget who the third person was on my first episode, forgive me, but you know, they already had in mind, like, let's put him 
around people who are talented, who have mm-hmm. platforms that he'll be comfortable with. And that was like, that was a dope thing. So yeah, it's, I hate Zilla. I hate the way Zilla pants fit, but Zilla, <laughs> I, 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 I would not. I, I owe a heap of my, oh, my sister, Zilla. We love Zilla. Sh- sh- we love Zilla. Shout out to Shade Dakota. Um, that's but Zilla, he can't control his hips. Come on, he got, he got, he built like William from Girlfriends. <laughs> oh. And he, and he lost mad weight, so it's like damn, like you just built, you just got, you just built to be thick. I can't wait to hear the clap back. Zilla, don't let him talk to you like that. Don't let him talk to you like that, Slab. Zilla, you, Zilla, you come up here. We, we talk to you about some movies and, and shit. But <laughs> Zilla, I, I love Blog. Blog Zilla held it down. Social decoded for the longest time. People thought I work. I was like, no, don't, don't be afraid to give me a job. Uh, at Global Grind does not hire me. I don't. I don't work there. I just <laughs> do socially decoded things. That's it. That's it. People was, a block, a block people thought well. people thought that because well, that social decoded was that his, it was his show. So every week he would like go through tweets with like famous people. So he just threw me, Dustin, Chloe, threw us in the mix, and we worked. And then people thought that I worked there. I'm like, no, 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 no. no. Hire me. Hire me. Because they're like, oh, don't you work here? No, 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 I don't. I That's don't the dopest there. part about having a seat at the table, though, and what we're mm-hmm. able to create. And now, hopefully with this show, we don't yeah. work for nobody either, by the way. We're your, this is y'all. We do not work. We are free shit. agents. Yeah, Mac owns this. I own this. Ryan owns yeah. this. It, it didn't look, but look, we get to employ Che. We get to employ James, Wolf. Like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. We And we, we make this. sure. So when we go to the next step, you can't tell me who my, my people is behind my shit. So tell me this. For people who have to, who found themselves working in the system, have to work in the system, the system. I that, feel like we've all worked in the system to yeah. pay Certain aspect, up to yeah, up to a certain point, or until we're able to get a million listeners last year. I thought I know what's going on. Oh, yeah, we hit a million. I thought I, I hit a million. I know what's million. going on. You know that wouldn't be that, no. We didn't hit a million. To be honest, we didn't hit a million. The neighborhood hit a million because literally, we literally, and that's not no bullshit. Me and Ryan, Ryan texted us in the group chat like, "Yo, we had like five hundred thousand listens." I'm like, "Oh, that's crazy." We didn't even get in the. St- we announced it in the studio. Mm-hmm. Now, but you know, we tell you how to, a little bit how the chicken made. Obviously, the episode we recorded a few episodes at a time because Ryan lived in LA, so we recorded a few. So by the time we set it and the episode came out, we was already at six hundred thousand. Wow! So that means in a in a span of like a week, a hundred thousand more. Oh, listeners. they knew y'all had a go. No, they didn't know. They didn't even know. This they is before we had, before even... we announced it on air, but we didn't release that episode yet. God, yeah. So by the time the episode comes out. We had another, we had 600,000, I'm like, that's amazing. What's that? Then we started announcing, we like, yo, 600,000. It's like, all of this is is not because we're going through some other label who's putting right. us on sponsored pages. Right. Wait, 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 there's, there's, no, I was gonna ask there's no push behind none of this. What, 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 what advice would you give, though, to people who are trying to figure out how to create a black-owned something, their own whatever? I'll you say, gotta make, oh, go I'll yeah. say this, first and mm-hmm. foremost, if you have a job, do not leave that job until you figure out something. Yeah. That you that's that's gonna keep up the bills paid because at the end of the day I can't save you mouse can't save you right now nah, don't you, you no, I'm not gonna give you a voice vice and then you email me like yo I left my job because you said <laughs> <"Yeah>, <laughs> which that do happen y'all Maybe. be in the y'all be in the messages I want you to I want you to figure out what you what you love to do which to a certain extent I don't even know what I love to do yet in life but I figured out certain steps to take to put me in position mm-hmm. but figure out something that you really love and want to do. And and create that craft outside. Yeah, Figure yeah. out like-minded people that like what you do. Yeah. Get some help because help is you always need to try before you can do anything. Right. And figure that out first. Yeah. Once you figure that out, then you can take the steps 
to exiting what you are at. But don't be that black person in the office like, I got it or that. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Nah. Because premeditated yeah. murder will fuck you up. Cultivate yeah. it, get it right, and then jump. And, uh, and to add and Don't to talk that, about that shit. You gotta, and I'll also say, yeah, if, don't talk about if it, you could, and if you can, if you have a job that watches your social media, if you can touch people in person, do that. Do that. My open mic, I was like, no cell phones. And when I had, a lot of young black journalists would come just to kick it at my open mic and got inspired. They started doing their own podcast and yeah. kind of loosening up their collars. They feel safe. Right. They felt safe. And I said, like, y'all don't post anything I'm saying here because I would have got canceled a long time ago. Hell that. And you know what I'm saying? But they allowed, allowed them to see who my personality really was. So And, and I became a better live host mm-hmm. because I was doing mm-hmm. live live hosting. So by the time I get to an MTV news panel, I know how to moderate and handle that. So like, so if you can find a safe space, a community of people who you know you trust and can create that safe space with, utilize that, develop that craft, don't post shit that's gonna get you fired just until you know sure. it's working. Just, just, I feel like you always know the answer though. No, you like, don't. You don't think so? Mm-mm. I think that you. I always, think you know. Everybody knows what they need to do. I think you. I think you know where to put no, yourself. Let me, let me let me hear this out. I want to hear this out. No, I feel like everybody knows exactly what it is that they want to do. They just scared to go I forth don't. to do. It. I don't. I can tell you that right now. What do you feel like you were born to do? I don't. I know so many. Fi- I connect dots in in the world of being. Let's simplify everything. Right. Fly the right, reason why a lot of motherfuckers know each other is because of me. Okay. So in that aspect, yes, I can be like, yo, I can do this. But then again, no. I, have, I don't know you. I don't. I don't. A map. You gotta write it out, son. I'm telling you. I mean, I've, I've done everything under the sun, so it's not like I'm not saying I know exactly what I want to do. I just know that I'm not trash at anything. Okay. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I, if Mal's put me under this one, like, yo, Rod, I'm gonna need a co-host in the next six months on MTV. They said, and he guided me through. I'd be the best motherfucking co-host that I needed to be. So if you had, but that shoot, doesn't mean I love you. But like, look at, like I would say, and, and like even to his credit, he's so like sometimes I hear my brother. I'm talking about my niggas, not right, right. not talking about niggas. We know my niggas, my brothers. Like sometimes you hear niggas and you be like, you hear them chat, you be like, all right, this is my nigga, I'm gonna go with it. Right. He's not lying. I've watched in less than a year. Of us doing this podcast when Ryan started, Ryan was trash. Ryan would be me and Mac would be like, I'd be like, yo, Ryan, like Ryan, perfect thing. Ryan would stay on topic. Ryan in his mind, and I know you can attest this because I used to do it. Ryan had the point he wants to make in his mind, and he would just say, and it it would have nothing to do with we talk about. We'd be like, he'd be like, bitches don't text back. And then we'd be like, what? We was talking about ownership. And that, but, but I've been there. I've been there. But, but, that's, now, not, but that's not me. I was never. In, like, but now was, you look at him and he knows how to guide the conversation just as much as I do. If you had to choose something, what would it be? I don't know, bro. But you know, you know that saying I don't know is making a choice. No, 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 no. Saying I don't know is I don't know what I want to do. I'm 30 years old, bro. I think I've. I went to college, I went to Purdue University, I have degrees, like I'm good. Right. But that's not what I wanted to do. Yeah. I got show a path chose me rather than I chose it. I don't know all these people for no reasons. I'm in the right rooms, I gravitate the right energy, people know me. And it's not just like and I always say it's not who I know, it's who knows me. Because I could always be like, yo, I know mouse. Then you go to mouse. I think I'm like, like, you feel me? Like I don't I just don't know. The only reason I'm saying that because it was for a long time I was choosing confusion. Okay. Right? So that's what it was. I was acting like I, I didn't know. And all the time in my brain, once I did the work. I realized like I actually had the answer the whole time. It was just now, like last year, where I figured out what I actually wanted to do. But we sometimes take so long to choose and and to choose being confused. Like you, whatever that was. You remember you remember yeah. high school when a nigga would wear a hoodie? Right. 
and, and we we mess around. We like throw the paper ball in the hoodie, and then like you go through the whole day. If you ain't flip your hoodie, you don't know the shit there, right? So you just going around, boom, boom, and they might be like, oh, you got that, da, da, da. And then you get home, you take that hoodie off, and the paper balls in your hoodie. Right. You, what you saying could honestly be right. Ryan could in his in his yeah. section know, or the answer could be there, but you without knowledge. Don't know it, right? right? So until he take that hoodie off, until he knows that the hoodie is on, he won't know the paper balls in his hoodie. I think you got a glimpse of it already by saying he said I'm a connector, and I think that's why God gave you the gifts at becoming good at everything, right? Sure. Because you got to be to connect with all these people. And the Bible would say John was all things to all men. Ryan, I literally watch Ryan talk to us. We be in the hood and we be chopping up. We be in these rooms and we be able to be us and chop it up. But then he make white people comfortable. And I'm like. Yeah. Yeah. Over there. <laughs> and they love him. Like, why? And then he goes somewhere else. And I'm like, this motherfucker. Everybody look. Then the women love him. And then the niggas want bitch. It's just like, like, and then obviously me, him, Matt being a room like that, I think, and I've heard so many people say, like, women want women want to be what y'all niggas want to be, y'all. Yeah, yeah. But to see him walk away from that on his own and then still be all thanks to all people. That's right. That's some shit. Like, I ain't, I ain't never seen no shit like that. Like, this nigga yeah, could yeah. honestly be Martin Luther King if he wanted to be. Like, I ain't never seen no shit like that. That's powerful. And sometimes That's you gotta be lost to find a way, too. Absolutely. But the reason why I'm not I'm afraid of being lost. That's my thing. A lot of people mm. be like, they be lost, right, they be right. scared of it. I'm like, yo, my loss. For my loss, I'm not, my bills is always gonna be paid. I'm always, that's not, right. a, that's not my loss. My loss is like, what's next? Mm -hmm. What are we gonna do next week? And like, if you don't know, like I had this surgery the past three, yeah, yeah, three weeks. Three weeks on Wednesday. Wednesday, three weeks. Wednesday will be three weeks. Okay. What's today? Today is the... Today's Saturday? Today is Saturday. So Wednesday will be three weeks. And before that, I'm not gonna say I was selfish, because I wasn't selfish, but I have my ways. Mm -hmm. But going through this whole situation and knowing I'm gonna have surgery, knowing what it's for, knowing who I'm saving, it made me feel like, yo, I wanna just give back more. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. and so that could be a second. Ryan philanthropist? Oh, oh, shit. You know, if I'm gonna go that go. far. Hold on. But, if I see you outside of Harold's passing out chicken to the clucks, I don't know what's going on. Look, look, with the turtleneck on. With the turtleneck. It's hot. Rebrand is it? I'm going to talk to you. Right jobs. Nah, but I'm right just saying, jobs. Like, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a feeling now that it's like, yo, giving back is, is, is not just cool, but it's like, it's cool. I enjoy it. Like, I, it's empowering. Yeah, it's it's empowering, but that's not saying. It's for perfect. me, it's always been like, I've always been doing so much. Like I worked at a label, but at the same time I managed the artist. At the same time I shout out Jay Perel. I did this, yeah. Like shout out Jay, my new artist. Did I had you, to, you I, to, to get to Def Jam. I had to bring an artist there, and that's how I leveraged that to get to another label. I brought another right. artist. Shout out Guapdad, who's Grammy nominated. Like I've I've done so much, but I've never can stay still. Like mm -hmm. I live in two different places. He literally. But you can't tell me. Yo, Rob, where are you gonna be next week? Cause I really don't know. Like, right. but I love the way I live, so I wouldn't change it. But there's certain aspects that I would expand on, of course. Yeah. Like, that's just me. Well, I love uh, Jeff's perspective on the end. You like say all that is because I'm one. I used to. I believe like you. I believe that deep down in our gut, in the core of who, like, if we were able to meditate, we know who we are right. on some right. level, right? Yes. But. Life and its confusions and, and trying to make a way in this capitalist environment that we live in, you know, we get deterred from what that is. And so I remember even asking God, I'm like, yo, why do I even know? I didn't want to be a rapper in terms of, I didn't come from a household where it was like, rapper play ball and I was the only thing for success. My yeah. parents expect, even though we didn't have money, they expected me to go to college. Right. So I just knew how to, since I'm six years old, I could freestyle. Like I just always been good with words. And so once I got to 
Once I realized that freestyle, freestyle about Jeff's scarf right now. Oh, here we go. Turn next. Turn next. You want to be next? I know I'm not. I'm Set me up, yeah. No, I'm not. Y'all both got turtlenecks, so I'm, I'm saying it's no, a scarf. No, I'm saying I'm a journalist. So you can't, I can't, you I don't, scared you that? Oh my, yo, no boss to me. People of Chicago, true life crime, to come to true life crime Wednesdays at 9 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> That's how you do it. We got, we got to move. Wait, wait, wait. Let me finish your point. There's one thought, real quick. But I realized what what is the core of rap? Rap is storytelling in the tradition of West African griots. And so I was like, it's, I learned what Harlem was like through Dipset. You know what I'm saying? Like I learned, and so I found that's, out it's not it's not that the words it's not about the words rhyming. It's about the story I'm telling. And that's when I knew that journalism was going to be that medium. And that's how I found myself. So just like Rye, over time. As you begin to touch these different things, you find the core, the thing that's connecting everything, what the center of the Venn diagram is, and he's a connector. Yeah, my my thing is like the blessings are gonna come regardless. Yes, like, fact. The man upstairs or the woman upstairs, whoever's upstairs looking down on me, they gonna figure it out for me. As long as I do right by my people, all you gotta do is the work it, and just put those work in. Like faith yeah. without works is dead. Well, well, you doing the work? I was listening to that said you gotta put in. I was listening to Jay Murphy shit. Okay, okay. He was like, I yo. Did. 10,000 hours 10,000 hours 10,000 hours of work And then he showed his progress And I'm not putting a time limit On how much 10, you have to hours. work right. It's just You gotta put that time in And for every overnight success It's five years You've never yeah, seen about, Yeah I was about to say Every overnight It took Like when motherfucker Said that shit about me I'm like yeah you right No it took me about three years sleeping on a motherfucking couch to get right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, Cardi, Cardi B is like, yo, Cardi B came out with with with, with this song. It's like, no, nah. she had five mixtapes and stripped from. That is still putting that, time still to figure right. out what you did. Well, and the more you do shit, the more. The more if you study every day yeah, of your yeah, life, if you're, if you're progressing in something and doing something that you love to do, you're gonna get blessed. Yeah. Whether it be financially, whether it be spiritually, whether it be financial, you can't. Like I said, you can't count your blessings, and you also can't put a point on. I want this to be blessed in my life. Hmm. I want to be blessed. Gonna come I want to be the way like nah. It's going. You're gonna be blessed in general. The blessing is that you ain't on the street. <laughs> the yeah. blessing is that you're not addicted to something that you can't get off. For a lot of times, the blessing is that you have family that you can call on and. Put a, a jacket over you, not even because you cold, just because you need somebody. And a lot of time, the blessing ain't. Sometimes people gotta get the. You gotta align the blessing with where you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. A lot of time, people looking like the Bible talking about the talent. Like mm -hmm. you looking at what this nigga got over here. You like, mm. and that's why I'm always like, like I'm telling you, I've been feeling this way all my life. And it wasn't till you know I met and got cool with Charlamagne. Shout out to the big homie and read the book. And he said uh, it, it was. It wasn't the last book. It was the first book on um, black privilege. And he said, "Fuck your dreams if it's not your dream." I said, "Nigga, I've been telling niggas that yeah, right, because right. everybody want to be a rapper. Everybody want to be a podcaster. But where the fucking doctors at? Right? You exactly. blessed to be a doctor, but you want to fucking be like with you. Yeah. yeah, you can freestyle, but you ain't meant to be a rapper. You supposed to be telling our story. Right? Literally telling our telling story. You, yes. Instead of and right. Instead of instead of being over here and then and then and then and then and then no tell our you get what I'm saying? Yes. You. You can sing your ass off. Right. Your job is to entertain and tell a story. Right, your and job is to connect tool. and it puts us right. all in the room together. And My job is to tell people's story and paint these narratives, give these narratives. Mac job to do the same thing, to sing, act, portray these things. And that's what I was saying, like, when it comes down to it, when I said I was giving back and I started giving back to this and my kids and stuff like that, it's like, Damn, I can go in there and actually be me. I don't gotta be in it. When I first, like, example, I had a community service thing I did like 
right before surgery, like a week before surgery, went in there. It was kids that were in a foster home, and not, we were doing, we were designing pillowcases. Mm-hmm. Like, and this, what what like, here, mm-hmm. what's your dreams in the Bronx? It, what's your dreams? Whatever makes you go to sleep at night, helps you go to sleep at night. Draw that on a pillowcase so it can help you go to sleep at night. When I walked in, a girl was like, "Oh my god." She thought I played for some basketball team. Mind you, I don't see it. I'm fucking five nine. Like I don't. But whatever. But you got some good clothes. You're automatically a basketball player. You're automatically a rapper. It's like I can come into this whole classroom and change the narrative of your life. But look at that, right? And just like you said that. So now they know basketball. They know rappers. But now they know. They know exactly. journalists. What's what? What's that? They know entertainer. Well, what's that? But it's more than they just know, a rapper. You get what I'm saying? You're an actor. You're a singer. You can rap. You can do poetry. You can do everything. You have a you feel what I'm one man show. Photo- photographer. Right. Oh, what's that? Videographer. Like you yeah. want to be in the industry? The industry is there. It's there. But it's but then, not, then you got engineer, colorist, everything. If they don't know, I didn't know about rapper, things coming up. You you know how you know how ahead of the game I was just from watching the credits. Hmm. I, I used to watch credits. Like my my mom and my mom. My dad, they all knew, don't cut the movie off until the movie's done. Because I was sitting and watching. Like, and I realized, oh, well, what's a dolly grapher? And what, even though I didn't grow up to use it, I knew that this was bigger than just Denzel Washington, Halle like, Berry. Like we always say, you gotta, there's a tribe. Like, it's, a, you got, you, it's not just a one-man show. There's no I and team, you feel me? Like, so when you see all those credits, I, I mean, I watch credits for certain reasons too, but it's like, you now see that it's just not, one, two, and three. There's not just an actor, uh, a co-star, and, and, and a director. It's a movie. movie. Like, right. nah, this, right. if you look at the credits, there's 400 people in that genre. Right. Ryan to tell you, before we even had the full idea for a podcast, I was like, well, we got built a team. Right. And literally within two to three episodes, I'm hitting check. I hit check. I hit check in the DMs on some, like, this is how I, yo, show, be, up. show up, be here, boom. Because I knew we needed a photographer. Right. And I knew... We all three don't really be trusting the outside motherfuckers, so we need somebody we can trust because right. you're gonna be more. Che, che is more than a photographer. Che is a photographer, producer, social media, oh, like graphics. same thing with same thing with uh, Jay, our videographer. And he, we we because we had he had so much to do. All right, we'll bring we need bring you another intern. You feel what I'm saying? Right. And that it just came from knowing. This is bigger than just the stars. You right. see three people's faces on the shit, but don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. It's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys yeah. next door, yeah, yeah, yeah. not one here without LeVan, right? I would Shay, John. Well, I'll be real with you. I like, might be here without Mouse and Mac, but these others from behind the scenes, those niggas help me more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I would have made it through the first couple episodes. It was rough. It was rough. Before we get out of here, you know, we That's do fine. have we do have um, a means of operation. We do got yes. things gotta go through. So yes. first segment up, uh, uh it's, this is a health podcast. Overall, this is a health. We want everybody, we want all the men and women listening to this to be healthier on um, living. So, what is your one health tip, Jeff, to leave with the people this week? Uh meditation? Hmm. Is that good? Meditation yeah, really uh, levels you out. It allows you to see certain things that have been bothering you. It gives you the answer most of the time. So if you add meditation, I think mm. that's a good health tip. Got you. Dormitory. Bring hobbies back. 
Mm. I saw this tweet go viral and I couldn't agree more. And it said that we gotten so old that we feel like everything has to be a hustle. Like I feel like if I don't drop a mixtape, then this gift I have is for no reason. Now that thing is for me. When I look in the eyes of so you still be uh, rapping. these people, I still be rapping. I'll be dragging. Oh, I know it. I'll be dragging. So I know he still be rapping. I still be. I still. I can still bar you up, bro. Uh, no, you can't because you got a turtleneck on. I'm trying to get you to bar all right. fucking day. No, no, no. The baby had a turtleneck on. He was barring. That was bad. That was a bad turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad fit. Free the baby. Hey, I don't free. be yelling free too many people. Free the baby, baby don't need man. to be like free the baby. That's wild. Free him. He poured apple juice on nigga that owe him money. That's the most gangster thing I've ever heard. Man. Ever. Yeah, that's gangster. Free the baby. I got it. Oh yeah, yeah. No, bring Hollis back, man. Because when you telling these hard stories. It's facts. When you're telling these hard stories, though, um, it messes with your mental. Yes, sir. And so I realized that some of these gifts we have are for us. Some gifts ain't even for the world. So when I come back after doing all of this stuff, talking about murder, looking at all these, you know, things that really affect my mental, those hobbies bring me back to myself and meditation. So that's what I say. Right. What you got to do? Don't skip yourself. I ain't gonna skip oh, me. Oh, oh, water. Oh, oh. Excuse me. Um. Whoa. <laughs> sleep. Um, and this is me speaking to me. You gotta get more sleep. Uh, I think, especially as black people, um, we always on a hustle. We always we don't get no lot of sleep. I don't know too many black people. I that like that how you said that was for me, because there's some motherfuckers that get too much. <laughs> now I be sleeping a lot sometimes. It must be sleep. nice. I don't get it. I, I don't. I, and I be trying. Bro. I, I only sleep. I, I, I sleep a lot when I know I got time to sleep. Even when I got time. Like if it's like yo. You could Nah fuck it yeah, But if I really gotta be somewhere Like even if I know I got time I'd be like it, I just can't I'd be like mm, I'm gonna do it And I'd get out Kim, that's why I've been hearing the tea. The Kim Shout out to She got me on um, like these tea infusers. So I'm, I'm gonna use, I'm gonna use them. This uh, CBD oils. But yeah. I'm not with that. Okay. No, no, that's no, no weed. That's not weed. I'm not. not hold y'all. THC. What's your CBD? It's nothing. Just the letters. The letters be throwing me off. This thing ain't running. How long has it been like that? I don't know. She, she just. I just noticed She just noticed it. Your bills. I pray that I wasn't there. No. This doesn't look like it's recording. Now nah, we've been cooking. Can you, like, just look for I'll smack fire. Yes. Oh, no. Somebody stopped it. Is that. Wait, what was the last thing said? Boy, it looked like somebody stopped it a long time ago. Yeah. Time to be so Did anybody hit this? Nah, nobody tell that shit. Oh, you, it was you, bro. I ain't even touched this. I was standing by the door the whole time. Ryo put it on. I pressed play and I left. So all we got is five minutes and fifty-eight seconds. Yeah. yeah. Five minutes and fifty. No. Got video. <laughs> Yo, can we grab the audio from that? <laughs> that ass. <laughs> we can grab the audio from the video. Yo, yeah, boy, why does shit separate the audio? Separate the audio. And you got all of it, right? Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. Wolf, I promise you, if you can fix this. You got a job. <laughs> this will be in your interview. If you can get this audio, you have a job. What you gotta do is just make it. I ain't gonna you, you got it, man. Yeah, you could separate the clips, but this might be a picture yeah, episode. But you uh, can't be the quality yeah, of the episode. We can't, can't. we don't got nothing up. The quality of the episode ain't gonna be because of the mics. Cause I don't know if that's gonna be. Yeah, he ain't got no mic. Yeah, he ain't got no mic. Well, once he got that, but if he can separate the audio, we can get it to yeah, I'll, I'll edit it. I'll edit it. I'll edit it. Make it to do that. To do that. Yeah. 
Thank you. Master of the Nile. All right. Um, okay. It happens. Okay. So let's get uh, all right. So let's get at least an outro on on record. So that's that easier for real. Yo, that's great. We went deep too. Yo, that was a fire. That was that was, good that was a fire episode to come back on. All right, back All right, thanks. You've been so funny. I actually saw that earlier. Stay right here, Bill. I don't know why I didn't say nothing. You've seen it earlier. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, I did, but I didn't know what if what was. And I'm watching the whole time. Like, okay, we go. Set if our slate isn't running in control, it is. All right, so we'll come back like this. All right, all right. So look. So this is how we get out of here. So we gotta do the playlist, right? We get I, I get draws playlist. I need to say my health too. You have a health too, right? Never mind. So you're a child. You're a child. Yeah, I got me. That's why you going to hell. Never am okay. I health tip. Now, talk about <laughs> now we gotta get the drugs playlist. It's on. Uh, make sure you follow to get the drugs playlist on all stream platforms. Just the title, your app music, and most importantly, Spotify. Um, so uh, it's just very simple. It's a song that you play to get your draws. Ooh. Snow okay. Allegra. Oh, oh, he's jumping right in. Snow Don't Allegra. Don't is a battle rapper. He's not even going to wait you know. for you to say, Let me yo, we're going to flip the coin. I said. I said. I, I, I said. I said, yo. <laughs> I said, yo, I want you around. Oh, Snow Allegra. Oh, man. That's okay. Snow Penny's melt instant. No, whatever. Okay. Y'all support this white woman if y'all want to. Y'all gonna learn. Hey man. Hey. Y'all gonna learn. She's not white. She's white, bro. Is she black? Everybody's black. Then she's white. We all come from Africa, Ken. You're not her. She come from the Ukraine. But her daddy has an afro. I seen it. Oh, listen. When they said that, she said nigga, I was on. I was like, ooh. I wanted her to say nigga so bad. I was like, please, let's get rid of this. All right, what you got, Jeff? It can't be your own song. It can't be my own song. Can't be your own song. He said something wild recently, but still banger, boy. Tank. Oh, I thought you said. Sexy. I, thought, I, th- I definitely thought you were gonna Tank say. Tank sexy. It, it always splow. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, bro? What you put on the playlist to start the year? That's made after. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have a little riff to it. Jacquees new drink. Jacquees still Okay, and then I'm gonna go with I'm staying in the tank bag. Okay, let's go. Um maybe I deserve. Maybe I deserve. So me and Mouse with the like the the making love, make up songs. Yeah, yeah. And y'all with the freak nasty. With the freak nasty. That's a balanced playlist. That's a balanced playlist. That's what you want. Listen, we have we have John P. Key on this playlist, okay? There's John P. Key on this playlist. Not gonna say who put it on that wax, but John P. Key is on this playlist. So this playlist is more than balanced. Okay. This playlist is more than balanced. Uh, And where can you find this playlist? Everywhere. Everywhere. Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music. Um, It's it's updated um, pretty regularly. Um, So shout out to that. So make sure y'all. Let us know when y'all use, what they do. Never mind, take it back. They definitely do. They let us know a little too much. Uh, Jeff, tell the people where they can find you, where they can support you, where they can uh, get tickets to the new place. Listen, all of that. listen, man. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Jeff Brown is J E F F B R W N. There is no O because there's a bunch of Jeff Browns out there. So J E F F B R W N. Um, I'm doing my next play March third. If you in the city, you gonna see me around. Uh, Talk about uh, it. The Link NYC joints. They yeah. got me up there. I'm at Teachers College, Columbia University. 
um, doing my one man play titled The Adopted One. They usually sell out all last year. I sold out in like five days each time. So this time we're going to go crazy. Maybe the guy um, next door should host this one. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I've been trying to get you, bro. You got you, you you my you you about... look like. I've been trying to get my from that long, son. Nah, nah. So, nah, let's, let's make it happen. We're going to talk about it. So, tickets going to sell next week on my page, jeffbrown.com. No, oh. This is how no, I know y'all man and y'all word. P-R-W-N. That's right. This is how I know y'all man and y'all word. Because he said, let's talk about it. He didn't, he didn't he say, yes. say let's do it. Let's no, but to Jeff's point, about it. Jeff has been trying to get me. It's just every time he has a show, I'm on the road. Nah, he been, he's, uh, I get it. I get yeah, it. At yeah, first, yeah. I was like, what? Talk to who? What are you talking about? I know you. <laughs> <laughs> but then I get it because things are going crazy right mm-hmm. now. So I understand exactly what it is. He's booked up for stuff. He don't want to say yes. And then he's not available. Because I'm, I'm like good that. for that, especially yeah, with my people. Real. Nah, yeah. With my people, going crazy, I'd be like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. And then yeah. I can't do it. Now I look like I lied to my people. So. You know, shout out to Naquana. She, uh, Naquana? She, yeah, she gets to. No, that's my people. Yeah, yeah, so that, that's my sister. She gets the brunt of everybody's anger now. Got it. Is that a me? That's dope. That's real. <laughs> Domity. Yes. Where, uh, where can they find what you got going on next? True Life. Yes, True Life Crime uh, Wednesdays at 9, 8 Central. Um, tell us, we, we talk about Junior. <laughs> Yes. Junior Guzman, uh, who oh, from, from, the from the Bronx, who was killed. That's one of the cases that we uh, that we explore. So it's a really powerful and important series, and I can't wait for y'all feedback. Tweet it to me at Domiti D O M E T I underscore. Yeah. Instagram, same thing D O M E T I underscore. Why do you have website? Like this? Is this another Domiti? There's some. kind of bullshit? There's somebody that's sitting in South America. What? That hasn't tweeted since 2011. Oh, yeah, let's fix that. Twitter, let's fix that. I've been trying to report this man for years. <laughs> man. I've been reporting. I've been the worst. I have something like that too. Yeah. Like, same on Instagram. Yeah. I've been reporting Nigga. the spam. There's a Mouse Jones out there. It's an old white lady. Get out of here. <laughs> um, the, uh, at SOB, January 16th. Doors open up at 7. Show starts at 8. We're telling you, as soon as these tickets are gone, they are gone. So if you hear this and they're gone, don't DM us. We ain't got nothing for you. Um, we got, It's going to be... If you know anything about us, then you know you're gonna be in for a good goddamn time. Um, the neighborhood's gonna be there. We're gonna be there. It's gonna be a good old fun time. Um, we're gonna do a live from Noodle Corner. So, Lady Jack, got a chance to shoot your shot. All right. No, you don't. <laughs> There's somebody out there curbing. You curbing already? Now I you thought you had four tickets for the for the finals. I, I do. Okay. I don't mean I gotta be on the stage. What is what's up? Shay, you gotta control your fat ass. You gotta control oh. it. Like tell your ass to relax. Tell it to. I can't take it off. Leave it at home. Well, you should. <laughs> Someone again. Let's wrap it up. Oh, be that and no, get your tickets. You you will see Shay. You will see James. Uh, You'll see everybody you want to see. And thank y'all for having me, man. This, this was Yo, a blessing. And this conversation was ill. Mad respect for y'all platform. Jeff, thank you for, uh, for saying in for Matt. Listen, anytime, man. Let's thank do you. It again. Let's do it again. Thank you. Let's do this soon. Um, right, you got anything for people? We just said it. That's it. That's We said it. Um, I've been Mouse Jones. Jeff Brown. Double T Pongo. And this has been The Guys Next Door. Bow. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 